Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Good morning. You're listening to The Leverage Masters. I'm your host, Andrea Adams-Miller. My co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grace, will be with us shortly. We have a great show, as always, lined up for you. I'm super excited about today. You know, each day gives an opportunity for joy and happiness, and we certainly are not going to uh, not have well, let's see what let's let's put that in reverse we're certainly going to have joy and happiness today um i have been trying to take the word notch out of my vocabulary for years and once in a while it tries to sneak back in but we're not going to have that we're just going to have really awesomeness and amazingness and that's what i want for my life and want for all of you as well super exciting things are in the mix and uh, we are having so much fun. Gina says she's on a call. She'll be joining us shortly. Super excited to have her with us as always. And I wanted to let you guys know that we have some great um, connections. Uh, one of the things is that we're connected with the Keep Smiling Movement. That's our charity of choice, thekeepsmilingmovement.com. And that's a place of positivity, joy, and happiness. We're a mental and dental health organization, 5013C, that are always taking donations so that we can spread mental and dental health all over the world as we go around and um, not only pass out cards, but take pictures of people holding these cards in 27 different languages, including Braille. And we're always looking to expand that because we want people to know that they are loved no matter who they are or where they are. Um, I also wanted to uh, let people know about opus.finance. Opus.finance, um, by the way, that's the website, www.opus.finance. Opus.finance is a, let's say, it's a blockchain globalization of um, decentralized processing for everything in the world. We're talking uh, banking and technology and energy and agriculture and education and music and dance and entertainment and whatever you can think of. We are putting into blockchain and giving things to the people. So it is for the people by the people because we have heard their voices that enough is enough. They want to have freedom and free reign to make choices and decisions for themselves. So we are answering that call. So that's opus.finance. Presently, last week, we launched a new cryptocurrency coin, which is more about having an asset that's a voting chip so that you have an opportunity or a way to voice your concerns in the world and be able to let people know how you think and feel. And that uh, cryptocurrency token uh, is um, in a pool right now. It was launched into its first pool. So it's, you know, uh, populating, fermenting, however you want to visualize that until it actually full blossoms into a full token or a coin. And we're also really excited because recently Uniswap did something new with cryptocurrency and released um, a whole bunch of free tokens to people in the world. And we have created a power boost. That's right, a power boost with Opus. 
because we are going into beast mode. And that's because we are offering to people that they can take those tokens from Uniswap, bring them over to uh, the Opus uh, way, and we can then give you a power boost on what you do with Opus with the love given to you by Uniswap. So for more information, you can check us out on Telegram. If you're not familiar with Telegram, that's a messenger service. Um, It's an app. It's for free for you to download. Download that and look for Opus.Finance. That's O-P-E-S dot finance and find out more information, how you can play along and how you can be engaged. And we also have an app called Opus ID that you can download and you every day can earn OS. It's OS. That's a different kind of asset where you can vote for different things and you get a OS point uh, every time you vote. And then over time, as you collect those, that also gives you voting privileges. So a fun new way of doing life. All right. We have a great show for you. I'm so excited about what's happening in the world and what's happening as far as being able to share positivity and happiness with everyone. I'm also trying to get us live on Facebook. I see that technology is saying that we can't quite live stream today. So we will see if we can later. And I'm, you know, and for those of you who are like, why do we share that? Well, we share that with you because we want to be real and authentic. We have a lot of viewers who love to watch us through live broadcasts through Facebook because they want to see our faces. And that's the medium that we use. So sometimes we have to have some other little games that we have to play to make things work in the world. And so that's what we're doing. I did just get it to work after a third try. So now we are live. But that's why I share that with you, because I want you guys to be in the know of what's happening, how you can see us, and how you can participate. All right, let me let you know a little about who we have on today. I met my new friend, Dorsey Hill, through Manny Lopez. Manny Lopez had an event and a network of influence, and we were on network of influence uh, participating to meet other influencers, movers, and shakers in the world, and I came across Dorsey. We met in brief passing. Yes, you can still briefly pass people visually on a live just like you can in real life uh, because there's so many activities and things going on a worry wind a worry wind not not a worry there was no worry there was a whirlwind that's the correct word of craziness going on as we flitted from table to table meeting people and greeting people virtually and I came across Dorothy got to hear her and meet her and they kept referring to her as the happiness expert Well, me being the Keep Smiling Movement Director, Executive Director, well, how could we not fall in love and just have so much fun and joy and happiness together? So Dorsey Hill is an actor, a podcast host, a best-selling author of three books, a healing dance therapist, so we can do a little bit of dancing. She's an expert of play and founder of the Healthy, Happy, Fun Life Network and Academy a platform for high-energy humans, 40-plus, to find fulfillment, resources, and community to create their own unique roadmap to a healthy, happy, fun life. Dorsey believes in order to be completely happy, you must live in a balanced environment, one that reflects play, purpose, and pleasure in all areas of your lifestyle. If it isn't enriching some part of your life, then it's simply 
must go. Mix together the inspiration of a female Tony Robbins, a sprinkle of Oprah's positivity, and a huge helping of Ellen Sass and Vigor. Well, that's what you're left with is a whole lot of fabulous with a heart of gold, and that is Dorsey. And Dorsey, oh gosh, I just love who you are, and I'm cracking up because there's so many things in your, um, you know, in in sharing about you that uh, allows me to uh, think how you're so heart connected. So welcome to the show. Technology. <laughs> yes, and our lovely, beautiful Dorsey together. Together, together. Our lovely Dorsey today. Together, we are going to have a lot of fun. Uh, Dorsey today, by the way, is sporting a lovely pink hue. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, you know, she's telling me that my camera is failing to. It's a fail to start the video. I. Don't know what is going on today. Well, we have gremlins in the mix, but that's perfectly okay because we're a show that's all about, you know, hey, we go with the flow, we play, we'll have fun. So she's playing hide and go seek right now, and we're going to have to find her. (laughs) Dorsey, are you there? Dorsey, are you over here? So, Dorsey, what I suggest is you bounce off and try bouncing back on and see if that works for you. And that will happen, and that is good. it, everything is all good. In fact, uh, Gina is stuck on something as well. And, you know, okay. people, it's all good. Life still goes on. Things will it happen. Dorsey's going to run away and then come back. And I am still going to be here with all of you. Um, shoot, even I'm here with you um, half today. And I say half because I have a little bit of mascara on one eye and not the other. Because, uh, as usual, I play in such a busy full life that I don't have everything complete. I don't schedule time to get my makeup done and get fancy pantsy and to put my laptop up on a shelf. So here we go. I'll do that for you right now. You know what, guys? I'm super excited that you're all here joining us today. You know, when it comes to living your life with a life of leverage, we want to make sure that you know that you always have the possibility. Oh, I can see half of you. There we go. There she is. Yay! I don't know what I was saying, but we're going to leverage your life with fun and play right now, and that's good enough. So, Dorsey, you're less pink. Hey. I know. There's a swear, and then technology, you know what? Whatever. It's all good. Hey, you know what? If people are judging us for the technology, then – then I gave them something to complain about and I'm happy and they're happy and life is good. Yes. And you know, here's the thing for those that are listening and and those that are in the woo woo space, which we both are, you know, you got to add some woo woo into your world. Woo woo. Come on, ride the train. Oh, you didn't mean trains. Sorry. (laughs) Although although I do get on the crazy train quite often and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, That's a lot of fun. You know, the color pink is actually a color coming onto our consciousness that means great love. Mm. So if I am like really pink today, you know what? That means I am emitting great love to everyone that's listening, watching, and letting them know that not only is it possible for you, it's possible for you and you, everyone. All you got to do is just reach out and grab some of my pinkness. I love it. Well, you know, when it comes to the color, uh, well, not necessarily to the color pink, although I have a daughter who loves pink and a granddaughter who's totally into pink. But when you said you and you and you, when I was a child, PBS, Public Broadcasting System, had rompers, 
I don't, romper room. And she would go romper, stomper, bomper, boo. I see Dorsey, Lynn, and you. And by the way, she never said Dorsey or Andrea because those, you know, it was Mary, Fran, you know, Mary Lynn, you know, Linda, you know, you know, names that were very Matt, Kevin, you know, the, the common names that are always said. If your name was said on here, uh, on romper room when you were a child, please let me know. Write that on the uh, write that as a response on Facebook, um, or if you're watching this on YouTube, tell us if your name was called. If your name wasn't called, write your name down and say, "I want to hear my name on the radio." And next time I see it, I will say your name on the radio. And I really love it. So Dorsey has decided we're playing this game. Yes. <laughs> and then down, and then up, and then down. <laughs> You know what? I'm all about getting movement in. So apparently we need to do a little movement, you know, like getting up and sitting down, you know, and just down, you know. I mean, because let's face it, we're on Zoom so much, we're sitting. Yeah, so sit down, sit down, like, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. We're doing a Zoom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided that, you know, subconsciously we were going to be getting up and down. And, hey, you know, and, and here's the thing. When you stand up, clench your butt, you sit down, relax. Stand up, clench your booty. So there you go. You get some squats. You get some glute work. I'm all about easy. <laughs> I, I was taking a moment to think. I met this uh, really uh, gorgeous, beautiful young woman named uh, Rachel Brooks Smith. She's going to be joining us later in the season for Leverage Masters. Uh, she has a radio podcast called Renegade Relationships with her boyfriend, Emilio. And she's an actress. She's been in um, Center Stage and Two and uh, a whole bunch of other shows and Iron Man 2 and some other things. And um, she was saying that she was in Brazil doing a movie called The Method. And I think that... I think booty is bunta and so she was laughing that um, while she was there she learned all this vocabulary and now I'm thinking um, you know clench your bunta you know <laughs> clench the bunta. Um, so what I love about um, uh, okay so I have to go back to your bio because this is what was fun for me all right so you and I both act you and I both are podcast hosts. We both speak. We're both our best-selling authors. We both love dance. Um, I have taken uh, multiple kinds of dance and movement is very important to me. And I personally would like to live in a musical. Ooh. Yeah. I, if, if, <laughs> if I could get everybody around me to just break out in song and you know, whatever, I, I mean, and I, when I'm totally allowed to be me and I'm not doing other things, every time anybody says anything, I break out into song. And uh, the whole idea of being healthy, happy, and fun, I totally love that. And uh, when you mentioned, what was the other part? Oh, about reflecting play, purpose, and pleasure. So um, I own a dating and relationship business as well, um, you know, about intimacy, sexuality, every, every, every gamut from meeting and just being friends to, you know, falling in love and being together and being having intimacy. And I, um, one of the things that I used to um, get on a lot of radio shows for, is for controversy, is they were, um, uh, it was written up such that people would have me on as the consultant who tells people to stop working on their relationships. You know, they'd be like, she's crazy. Why would she tell you to stop working on your relationship? And I was like, uh, because who wants to work? Let's play. If our relationships were focused on play, the little bit of work that we have to do, we would so get over it. Like, you know, if, if cleaning the house was fun and you were with people that you love and you enjoy and you laugh and you're dancing and playing music, it's not a big deal. If writing something or 
going through files or sorting pictures or whatever is something that you need to do. I'm a photographer. That's why I mentioned that. If you make it playful and fun, ah, then all of a sudden it's not work anymore. <laughs> so I love that you said that. So, oh, and then the heart of gold. So I won. So right here is my book, the Keep Smiling book. I'm in a heart of gold. I won the Heart of Gold Award. So then I was like, look at Dorothy and I. She has also got a heart of gold. I'm so happy to uh, share that other people are called somebody like that because that means a lot to me. I think it's amazing, 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 amazing. So super fun. Well, thank you. And, you know, the, all of that just, it, it does sound fun. And the, here's the thing. It does encapsulate everything that I do and believe. And I'm really big proponent of walking your talk. And so you will see me no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing. I am always smiling and giggling because it's also a choice. I'm not delusional. You know, we, you and I both, you know, agree and realize that Life has a lot of ups and downs and stuff, you know, and if you have a, yeah, exactly, a lot of ups, and we already showed that ups and downs and ups and downs and rounds and rounds. See, I sing too. Yeah, there you go. We're going to have a lot of fun. I, we could just have way too much fun doing like nothing, and that's that's perfect, you know, because then magic happens from that, and, you know, I mean, like I said, we were, we're not delusional saying that we... Let me preface this by saying occasionally I do live in a world of glittery unicorn roses and it's beautiful there. <laughs> Although I don't live there all the time, you know, and we, I have a, a touchstone. We talked previously about having a, a, a place to go back to a place of balance and just having that happiness balance helps to navigate anything that you go through with ease. Yeah. Yeah, when you decide to live with ease and grace, boy, doesn't it make your life so much better uh, when you allow that other stuff just to be, you know, um, part of it is just allowing things to be in the world. And uh, I'm, you know, I, I go through the motions, I go through my boohoo moments and my little pity parties. And, you know, my pity parties are a little more fun, though, because I like to wear a hat and play music and dance and stuff um, and invite people over. But, um, I, but they, they're over quickly. I, I, I actually, my goal is to have a resolve of like when I burst into tears about something, um, it used to be like hours and hours before I could get myself together. And um, with all the training and all the personal development I've done over the years and all the whatever, um, I'm still sensitive because I'm sensitive and, and I don't want to take that away. I'm happy that I'm a person who cares deeply about things and I'm perfectly okay with crying when other people don't. However, I don't want to burst into tears and have the ugly cry. So now we just have the <laughs> cry and that's better. Yes. Uh, and I'm happy with that one. But when I do get really hurt or just feel that gut wrenching, ugh, because of what I've been doing with the keep smiling movement and all the neuroplasticity um, stuff I've been reading and learning about over the years and all the you know, academic classes plus personal development classes, my personal resolve has gotten so fast that the other day I was like, wow, I literally like something really, really gut wrenching hurt me as it should have, because it was really ugly, sad news. And I, you know, went into the horrible, ugly cry. And within 45 seconds, I was like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not even in a minute anymore. Like, guys, you can do this. You can you can reach that level of not having to feel this 
horribleness in this gut-wrenching sadness you don't have to be there and that's what's so exciting is when you can get out of it when it no longer serves you for you how did how did this all come about how did happiness come for you oh you know it was a everything in life it's a journey you know and so this was just all the little ups and downs throughout my life. And, you know, I was, I, I always. Do we have to do that again? Up. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Yeah, it's good exercise, actually. It's good. You know, what is, what is it? Um, late. Oh, what is that show? Uh, late, not late night. It's with Andy Cohen or whatever. And he interviews all the, the guests of the celebrities. And then when he says a certain word, I don't remember if it's Andy Cohen, and you have to drink when the word comes up or whatever. So when we say ups and downs, you have to like, you know, there we go. So like drink alcohol. So we should have, um, I should have poured a margarita we before. We should have planned the... better. <laughs> Next time, Dorsey, we're going to do it. Make it a drinking yes. game. All right. <laughs> mimosa, mimosa morning. <laughs> is that what you like? Is that your drink of choice? Honestly, I don't, I don't drink a lot. Uh, I probably because I left it behind in college. I did a lot back then. And if I do anything now, I kind of like a skinny margarita or a mojito. Mm. I like uh, margaritas, um, mostly for the salt. So actually, it's a big joke with all my friends that I I really could care less whether there's alcohol or not. I, I do like the sweet and sour taste of the, the drink, but I really just want to lick the glass. <laughs> so if they just got me a salt lick, you know, I'm happy. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm from, I, you know, just outside of Houston, and so I've always grown up in Texas, and of course, there's a lots of, lots of fields and pastures and cattle and horses, so of course, when you say salt lick, I'm like envisioning this really large salt lick that um, they bring out. So am I, because I live on a farm, well, it's, uh, uh, now we, our, my grand horses come to stay once in a while, but oh. previous to that, we um, always had a salt lick for the horses and the lot, we had llamas, and the sheep, and so, yes, we, in fact, they're still out there these gross big blocks that are you know licked in they have a dent so I probably could just sit that here on my desk and I'd be super happy can you imagine me having a salt lick at the bar you know especially now please no, don't do that yeah that sounds a little unclean I'd, I'd have to just break a chunk of put it on a ring yeah. get one of those like diamond ring things that kids have what do you got my salt lick the ring pop it's a salt pop it's a salt pop yeah I just crave salt all the time it's just hysterical so Mm. I, I do like this and you know and, and here's an analogy for you I love the sweet and salty as well and in life we have sweet and salty you know and I love how you said just referring back to your comment where you had this really traumatic experience and you said and it was traumatic and, and you should be feeling that and I don't want to discount people's feelings that when you have these heavy emotions have the emotions and the thing that really helps me to pivot, and I'm, I'm assuming you as well, is being able to be in awareness. I like to talk about awareness, ask, and then address. So when you're aware of what's going on, then you can ask, why am I feeling like this? You know, why am I triggered? And, and also, do I want to stay here and then address it and call it what it is? I'm frustrated I'm deeply hurt I'm upset when you name it your mind has a way to work on it and goes oh I know what to do with this and I can choose to stay in my poopy pants and deal with it or put on my healthy pants pants. and change oh I don't want to be in poopy pants so I really like that idea I like that idea I'm gonna 
start, well, that, then that'll be fun too. Like if I start crying and then say, I don't want to be in my poopy pants, then yeah. that'll make other people be like, <laughs> they'll smile like awkward. And then I can, yeah. you know, make a joke yeah. out of it. <laughs> Well, here's, what, here's the thing, you know, every day is a choice. You can choose to wake up and be happy. You can choose to wake up and put those nasty, stinky, crappy pants on. And here's the thing about those crappy pants. Nobody likes you in them. They are wrinkled. They're a mess. They're nasty. They stink. And all you do is literally crap on yourself and everybody all day long when you're wearing them. So take them off. Put that happy pants on and make decisions through that outfit. And it's a whole different world. That's why I love to call it Kathy and Kathy. Well, I love that. Lately, because of, I I don't know if you heard the beginning where I was talking about Opus.Finance, because we're talking about financial literacy and all kinds of wonderful things in humanity. And so I've been talking about how, you know, we don't, we want to be able to give people leverage to money and access to money all over the world. So they're not worried about their FICO score. And, And everybody always goes, no, you mean FICO. And I'm like, no, I call it FICO score because it's like, you know, it's your crap. It's your uh, feces score. It's if you have crap, crappy credit, you can't get money for things, no matter who you are, what you're doing, where you are at now. Like that, that um, often credit, you know, is a reflection of a past or a situation and um, your ability to move out of that um, emotionally and often is shorter than you can move out of it um, um, as far as, you know, credit places. And, you know, and I don't want people to be stuck there, you know, just because people made bad choices or bad decisions. And it doesn't even mean they were bad, you know, like maybe they were actually a good choice, but it didn't, didn't go as planned. And so I don't, I don't think people should be punished for taking risk and trying to do things, you know, especially when it's like saving people's lives or making money or giving jobs, you know, they, they really tried. And so I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that you said, you know, uh, FICO and immediately, so we're obviously sisters from another mister because I was immediately, I went to the, the poop side of things. I was like, that sounds like FICO. <laughs> so does. So, yeah, does. so we are so on the same page, you know, with a lot of things. And even, you know, talking about your FICO score, you know, I, someone else said this, and I really love this and applying it to everything. Even your your past, I'm going to add this, your past and your present situation does not need to determine your future situation unless you allow what's happening. Because today, your, your FICO, FICO score, even that is only a snapshot of today, just right now. It doesn't have to be who you are, where you are, what you're doing, any of that. It, it is just information. It's, it's just a number. Say that again. Oh, it's, it's a number. Just, it's just a number. Yes. That's all it is. It's all good. Yes. It's all good. And, and so it's a lot of fun to be able to uh, live a life where we get to choose and we get to make things happen. So, yes, things happen to us and around us. However, we also have the ability of um, choosing to um, stay in them or, you know, leave them or, you know, we, we just have so many choices. We just have so many choices. So you I get know, excited. You know how many the typical person makes in a day? How many? 35,000 choices a day. That's a lot of opportunity to choose good, good choices that are for your highest and greatest good and others' highest and greatest good, or 35,000 opportunities to bring in more 
<laughs> so I was trying to make that into the song rent. Um, Thirty-five thousand. <laughs> we're gonna have to come up. We, we're gonna have to call the whoever the CDC and say we need an uneven number so it fits the song. Yes. <laughs> Six thousand exactly. of decisions. You know. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and I love that. Um, a friend of mine had showed. Um, Oh, uh, there's this particular monk. I can't remember his name right now. And I, I refer to this often. And he has like a little meme thing that he takes you through in his little talk. And it says, you know, um, is there uh, anything that you can do about the decision that you made? No? Well, then why worry about it? You know, it, you know, and then he asks you another question. It's like, is there anything that you, you know, that you can do to make it different? No well, then why worry about it? You know, and so, you know, and that's it. And then, you know, and it's fun because people don't realize that surrounding yourself with positive people and surrounding yourself with positive sayings helps. So one of my girlfriends, um, her sister always says the, the sun is shining somewhere. And, you know, when you think about it, she's correct. Somewhere in the world, the sun is shining. We may not be able to see it, but it is there. Or we can go into a plane or something like that, or the the clouds will break, or there'll be a eye of the hurricane or something like that. And we will, we will see the sun. And, you know, another friend, she's always saying, you know, whenever you're feeling blue, take your eyes off of you and do something for someone else in that. 100%. And, yeah. And so, uh, yes, crappy, crappity crap happens and 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 yet it, none of it has to be this way none of it um it, it, it doesn't have to be your your place that you go to or you live in every single day you know and people don't realize how much your thoughts create your reality we are so much more powerful than we ever give ourselves credit for and you know when people sit and say you know oh I hate that I don't like the word hate I have almost taken it completely do you hate it I just like it greatly (laughs) I I had to go there I had to go there of course you did because you're a thinker like me so you had to jump in there you little crazy girl and you know there's certain words that I've taken out of my vocabulary almost 100% every now and again it kind of pops in you know unexpectedly and you know you hear people say oh I hate this I hate my job or all they're doing is just this verbal vomit on everything in their life and then you realize okay when you start those of us that are aware you go okay wait a minute all you're giving out into the world is this negativity and this nasty and this just you know because you're wearing your poopy crappy pants and so how on earth can you think that anything that comes back to you is going to be anything other than crappy, hateful, ugly, nasty, because you gave it to the world and the world says, oh, that must be what he or she wants. Let me give them more of that. So just changing something so simple as your words. And, you know, I have to tell you this. I told this one girl, I said, I, I love to practice my manifestation muscle and just prove to myself how absolutely fabulous our minds are and that the world is conspiring for me. It's not working against me. And so I gave her this little exercise and she just took, I don't have it in front of me, just those little, you know, small little note card, those little notepads, you know, the little bitty um, post-it, the small ones. And I said, just write down three things. 
that you have zero attachment to, that you don't care if you see, if you have any of that. And so she did. I said, so when you go to bed, look at that list and then put it, it's so simple, under your pillow. Okay, so that way you're like you're sleeping on it and it's the last thing that you gave your mind to think about. And then when you wake up in the morning, also look at that piece of paper first thing before you grab your phone, you get some water, you go to the bathroom, anything else, that's the first thing you think of. She messaged me on Facebook and she's like, oh my God, Dorsey, you're not going to believe this. And I said, okay, what happened? And she showed me a screenshot on her phone that someone had shared on her Facebook page. And it was a picture. Are you ready of the, ready for this? I am on pins and needles. I know you're like, I don't know. What did the, she show you? I suppose it that could was, be pain or pleasure. It depends on the person. <laughs> no, no, it was, it, was, it was pleasurable. It was awesome. It was a picture of purple ladybugs. And someone said, has anyone ever seen this? I don't know if these are real. They say they're real in blah, blah, wherever it was. Okay. And, and I said, okay, tell me, was, was purple ladybugs on your list? Purple ladybugs was on her sticky note as something she didn't care if she saw or not. And less than, tw- less than 12 hours later, she saw in her world physically something that she had thought about and manifested in her mind, purple ladybugs. So when you start doing little things like that, to add in those happy, fun, just kind of playful activities, it makes you realize how powerful you are. And then you can start to put that to play for your relationship, for your business, for whatever in your life and manifest even bigger and greater. Isn't that awesome? You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. When we met, did you meet um, Misty Coghill? I think that's her name. She does handwriting analysis. So um, she had shared that day that if you write in all block letters, often there's a block in money flow. And so I have a friend who writes in all block letters all the time. So um, I said, hey, um, why don't you try writing in upper, upper and lower case? Well, I got a lot of pushback on that, just jokes and blah, blah, blah. and and then uh, they happened to send me something today that was handwritten, and I said, oh, I, I you know I'd love to hear more about that, and I'd love to see that written in upper and lower case. And they wrote back, you know, that's your belief, not mine, which I am totally okay with. I'm totally okay with them uh, thinking that way or not thinking that way. But what was interesting is, um, you know, with situations like that, part of the pushback was. Well, like you write upper and lower or whatever is is that any different for you or not or and what was funny about that is it just made me more conscious of my writing and what I'm bringing as abundance so what so maybe it is the actual writing of it and maybe it's not the actual writing of it but it was the thought process of what am I manifesting when I write Maybe that's more of it. Who cares? I mean, and the thing was, is I'm like, for my, my thing is, is, you know what, if dancing around in a circle and doing the hokey pokey and turning myself around, makes something flow for me, I'm going to try it. Why not? Why not? Because here's the whole thing. No matter what the activity, because it's just an activity. It just makes you mindful again, of what you're thinking, what you're saying, what you're putting out into the world. And there's a ton of science to prove that actually putting things on paper, writing it down, helps to cement it even deeper and open up new neurological pathways to creating different abundance, creating things in your mind, because your mind 
is the most powerful machine on the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay, all it knows is what you put in there, literally, and it only wants to prove you right. Yes. And when you think about that, and so if you're someone that's like literally always in your poopy pants and oh my life is terrible and nothing ever happens for me and. Blah, well, guess what? All your mind goes is, okay, let's prove her right and make sure that everything in her life is just, you know? So I just had a thought. We better focus on happy pants because I don't want to have an accident later. <laughs> or, you know, you do because, I mean, sometimes accidents do happen. They do happen. So happy. They like, do happen. You know, us ladies, we get happy and excited. And we're like, oh, I think I just tinkled a little bit, you know? By the way, so if that does happen to any of you, please reach out to me because I am a public floor specialist for my other business, and that doesn't have to happen. So I'm I, a lot of people, that's a myth, by the way, Dorsey. So I'm going to stop. That is known all over the world, but that's acceptable. And actually, that that I can correct that or at least give you the resources so it can be adjusted. So well, don't you know, accept here, it. Here, here's my thing. And I totally understand that. Here's my thing, though. Sometimes I get so excited when I'm with people. I'm like a little kid. Yeah. I, do, I will not get up and leave. And sometimes I have to really go potty because, you know, it's like. Yeah, that's different. That's where we're just like, because we're, we're yeah. fear of missing out because we're having so much fun in the moment. Yeah. And I don't want to leave. I'm like, I can hold it. I can hold it. I can hold it. I know I can. I know I can. I think I can. No, I can't. I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm now peeing. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. No, that's okay. That's because you're excited and that's a different, yes. that's a different yes, kind yes, of problem. Yes, that's yes, a different yes. kind of one. Uh, if you call yes. for sneeze, then you need to call me because I'm going to give you resources for that. Um, uh, there was something, I just thought of something else where you were sharing about, um, you know, talking more about, you know, choosing and being that way and thinking about it's just an exercise. What mm-hmm. dawned on me is even if the person didn't write an upper and lower case, after I mentioned it, and I have mentioned it probably, I've mentioned it verbally at least three times, and I've written it at least three times. I'll bet you money subconsciously, their mind thought about writing in lowercase, whether they did it or not. And I happened to notice a shift in that person's ability to convert and stuff, you know, cause it doesn't matter even when you're really, really doing high and you like have like, like when people get a writer's block, they could be the best writer in the world and they have a writer's block, you know? So when we talk about money flow, you could be earning and great, doing great potential. And then you just like, why haven't I been able to convert those last couple, whatever's, you know, those last sales or what happened there? Um, you know, it's just a temporary little thing and it could be at any level. It could be at any level of socioeconomic, whatever, but I noticed a shift. So you may not even have to physically write upper and lower case for the shift to happen in your mind. Cause your mind, even though you're forcing, I'm only writing in caps, probably picked up that and it went yes. little H little. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and see, that's the whole thing with everything. And for me, and, and let's face it, it, it everything goes go. I can't even talk today. Everything goes back to awareness. Just being aware of what you think, what you do, what you say, what you write, what you put in your mind, what you watch on TV, the movies you watch. Everything influences you. And when you go back to thirty-five thousand choices a day from you know what you wear, what you eat, what you watch, what you consume. It really does make you start want to make, or at least I would hope it makes you start to wonder, wow, if I'm making these choices and have this in my life, what about if I make these choices, what greater things can I have in my life if I switch my choices? Because let's face it, 
No one else can choose for you. You choose for yourself every single day, period. There's no getting out of that. I'm not getting, letting, cutting you any slack, letting you off the hook. You choose for you every single day. So you know, choose better. I, I just had um, a thought while you were thinking about the, or sharing about the people choosing, um, because look how mischievous my grin got when I'm like, oh, maybe that person was thinking upper and lower case anyways. And then I yeah. thought, oh, my gosh, look at look at the influ- power of influence I had on that person by being in their life and making that suggestion. And then now I was thinking, because recently I've been sharing with my husband has chose to be around some people that tend to talk very negatively all the time. And I have limited that. So I, I don't like to be around the negative talk. And I usually, you know, like, Hey, and cut it off or whatever. And, um, during COVID when he wasn't around, allowed to be around anybody or whatever, I noticed the difference and we were both more joyful and more happy. And then now that that's back, I'm like, ugh, you know, I could just see the difference and it's totally repelled me because I don't want to be around that. I don't want to talk icky about people or do whatever. So that's not my choice. Uh, Like if they could talk about something more positive in the world or just talk about things or information without, um, um, I don't know, icky you. It, it, it really changes. But then I was thinking about everything that we do, like, you know, um, uh, you know, people who everything is subliminal um, all the time. Everything. Um, I've been aware of that with the things in my office. I look around and think, what what do I look at and see when I'm sitting here? What are the, the that's why I keep my books around me because my the books that I see when I look on Zoom, I see your stuff, but I also see mine because we can't help it. We I, even when I minimize me, so I'm teeny tiny in the corner. I just go over there and look and make sure, like, oh, you look okay. Is everything all right? You know, um, like I saw a comedian once. He said, "Why do we do FaceTime?" It's literally, let me FaceTime with myself, and then you're over there talking person, because you're not really looking at them. You're looking at yourself. It's it's so funny. You know, and and talking about, like, it's visual stimuli. So if you have something pretty beautiful, no matter what it is on your office space, wherever your office space is, wherever you work, do whatever, it's just those little cues that, because let's face it, you know, if you own a business, you're working in a business, working for someone, and I have this, I'm sorry, I keep messing with my ear, I've got this one ear thing that just likes to, it has a mind of its own and likes to go in my ear, out my ear, in my, you know, whatever, and, you know, so if you have, wherever you are, if you have these little visual whatever, it can take you out of this of when you feel like you might be overwhelmed or stuck or blocked or whatever, you just need these little things. And so I was reaching up a minute ago. You'll see it. If you're watching us live, you saw me do it. You've like got a really up close and personal with me. I have these. Are these not cute? It's a rubber duck? No, it's a, that one is like a pineapple. This one is a little watermelon. And what do they do? Yeah. What are those, they, speakers? Those are little Bluetooth speakers. I thought they were speakers. And then look at this little guy. Hold him closer because the light is getting on. Oh, uh, put him lower and put your hand over it because it's too much light. Oh, okay. Oh, that's better. Okay, cool. Those are yeah. speakers. I it's, blew it's out squishy. the speakers on my laptop. I need new speakers. So there you it's go. squishy. And then my husband, and here's the thing, people, <laughs> and it always comes into every conversation. So I have poop feet. 
Yes, uh, the poop emoji pencil holder or something. It's yeah. a, no, it's cup, a koozie. Cup koozie. Yeah, who wants? To, everybody likes drinking a little shit now and then. Yeah. You know, and so with, and of course, in a smile, I even have poop emoji pillows, and one of them has lipstick and eyelashes, and on the back of it, it says hot shit. Nice. I love that. Um, uh, my friend and I, uh, we had to, we were on a cruise. Um, I was the photographer for, for the cruise and I brought him along to help me, um, do photography. And we, uh, all had to bring in a gift for somebody. So we knew who we had a likely, I think, I think we knew who was going to get our gift and we had bought a poop emoji pillow. And, um, that person is well, well known, highly prestigious, uh, very successful and he got his poop emoji and he a pillow and he still loves it so for things that make me happy I have my tiara and then um, a friend of mine also gave me this tiara in case the other one and I love Beauty and the Beast it's my favorite yes. show the music at the beginning of the old original um, but the I mean obviously the music's the same in both but the um, visuals at the beginning for the stained glass because I grew up a loving stained glass and so da, da, da. and then um here goes the girl <laughs> um the same old that. bread and rolls to sell and so i love beauty and the beast so that those are my things that i around me and then frequently i use my wand my magic wand to help people uh, answer questions uh nice. and so forth so it makes it a little funny and then this is ironically funny too i had this from this was a decoration in my uh, first house that I owned. It was a decoration in the bathroom, and it's like a little carpet beater. But something about wow. it, I like it for whatever I'm like. So in case you ever want to beat the crap out of something, or and literally like, and I don't mean beat somebody up, but to yeah. to, to get the dust out, to uh, make things fly. It's just a little thing to knock things loose and get it out of there. And so it's just a little something I've always kept, and I really have no idea why. <laughs> Except well, for that reason. When you were showing me that, it's like, it's because it's very lightweight. It's a very yeah. light metal. And so obviously it's not going to hurt. And I, when you were talking about beat stuff and kind of, you know, move stuff around. And here's the thing. In our lives, you know, personal, professional, whatever, there's always this energy that gets stuck. And you kind of get like your husband, when he gets around those people, he gets stuck in that negativity instead of more positive solution oriented and solution minded you can use that little thing to even just kind of beat the air beat your beat yourself like shoulders or whatever and be like oh i'm changing the energy and you know kind of like gotta get out of that gotta get out of that and you know so you can use that just to literally shift even your energy oh yeah definitely yeah so now that i'm thinking about that i'm thinking about other things that i have on my desk that i haven't thought about recently that don't serve me like, oh, I shouldn't be able yeah. to see the, they should be out of my view. Like I actually, th this, I'll, I'll be candid with you guys because this is a great learning for everyone. Um, so right now I have up on here, um, these are stick -em notes that I, that I haven't followed up with. These are things that I need to do. And so seeing this, I see things to do. Just got my hair stuck in it as well, which is really attractive. And then, um, but the, the, the worst part about that is that I'm, I'm obviously not doing them now because I'm doing this. So they're just distracting. So I might as well just put them away because they don't serve me to see them. And um, so now I'm going to clean my desk. Now I, I have some napkins from my lunch. I'm going to put those in the drawer. You know, because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is not things I want to see when I'm sitting yeah. here at my desk. I don't want to see icky-oo and ugly things. I want pretty and nice and 
positive and happy around me. So, um, well, and two, people, you know, we don't realize that even something so simple as a cluttered desk, a cluttered home environment, equals a cluttered mind. Because you, yeah. it, 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 I call them energy loops. And you see this pile of stuff, you know you got to go through it. You know you need to deal with it, and it just sits there, and it just grows, and it grows. And then your mind never has a chance and to calm down and take a break because all it's doing is thinking about I gotta do this and I gotta go here's this list and I gotta do this and I gotta it's always running and look I even have these little googly eyes and you see these little oh yeah fun you know it's and no matter what I do with people and when I let when I talk I'm only talking about it's the little things it's the big thing in your life that cause change, chaos, whatever, it's the big thing. I mean, sorry, it's not just the big thing. It's always the little things that add up, and it's one after the other and compounded until then it becomes this huge thing. So let's attack it when it's a small thing and shift it and try and find the fun, the happy, the play, and start making these little things in your best and highest and good and interest. Yeah, I love that. It's funny, I used to have a whole bunch of little things um, around me, but I realize things for me, um, get to be too distracting and too much. So I, I have very little things. Um, I mean, obviously I keep my keep smiling movement things and I have things that are important to me. Um, so, um, that there, this glass base, it's depression glass with the flowers in it. That is my, uh, husband's mother that I never met. She died before I met him. And, um, and, and I, I got to have that. And that's really important to me. Um, the clock, for some reason, was something that I always liked. I think it reminds me of the clock from Beauty and the Beast. And then I have oh, like yes, a gold star. Like <laughs> yeah, I have a gold star. Here's uh, one of my awards from being in theater. That's an award I got in Egypt. And my daughter's book. And then our Keep Smiling books. And then other books that I've read that just help, you know, they're things that make me happy. Um, I have Harmony's picture somewhere, too. Um, oh, here it is. It's over my shoulder. So uh, this little girl here, I used to babysit for her, and she died when she was 11. And um, and so Harmony is a big um, presence for me in my life. And so I have um, a picture of her up as well. And then, you know, and so it, it is things like that that do make you happy and then make you think and have a memory. And for me, it's books. I Books are what make me the most joyous of all. Having I love me. books. I do too. I'm an avid reader and writer and just something about, and, and I was telling someone the other day, I love the act of putting pen to paper. So I'm a little old school when it comes to initially starting something. So I do have a lot of notes and things that I write and then I'll go and, tra and transfer it or transcribe it to my laptop or tablet or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just, always, I notice I always start the act of writing for the most part with writing with a pen and a paper and a certain type of pen, you know, and something about that for me, it's, it's fun. It's very creative. It opens up the channels and the creative juices. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, mind shattering or mind blowing to help you start a mm -hmm. healthy, happy, fun habit. You just got to start and find something small and then build on that and then build on that. And mm -hmm. then it becomes your reality and it becomes a subconscious habit, the touchstone that you always go back to no matter what. Yeah. I used to write everything. I, well, I, I went back to it. I went back to basics during COVID. 
so I always wrote, had notebooks like this and wrote on them. They're full of like ev- ev- all my thoughts, ideas or whatever, just all go in them. And I have hundreds of notebooks here. Well, maybe not hundreds, dozens and dozens of yeah. notebooks here. And every time I went to a conference or whatever, I'd write those things down. And um, when I started traveling so much, I stopped worrying because then I was taking more, I had more heavy camera equipment. And then now I wasn't really paying attention to the conference. I was you know, meeting the people and I had my cell phone to take notes with. And so I didn't need the paper because I wasn't going to conferences to learn anymore. Now I was going to conferences to speak and to network and to photograph. And so I had a different purpose there. And, um, and then during halfway during COVID here, all of a sudden I went, you know, I need to go back to the foundation. And so I started writing things out because that's how I kept track of things before. It was like a mental mind dump for me. I still do appreciate having them somewhere in my um, phone or so I can get to, because, you know, now if I want to find something, I'm flipping through the, yes, I licked my finger, by the way, people, I'm by myself. There's no there's no COVID here. I'm by myself at my house, yeah. you know, so I'm flipping through papers and so forth. And, um, and, and, and it's hard to find. However, I also have a pictorial memory. So I remember whereabouts I wrote something on a piece of paper where, um, um, I mean, and I do have that for things that are written on the computer as well. I'll remember how far down they are or on, I'll, I'll remember, Oh, is that, was that on, on the notebook or in, or was that on a, um, messenger or a word or an excel so i'll remember what the paper was behind it or the electronic paper but physically writing things when i taught college and then when i I became a international um, tutor um the kids who remembered were the kids who wrote things down and then went through their notes again at night and so that is a really great way for people to sustain information for a long period of time which allows them to have more joy in their life (laughs) 100%. You know, I mean, like I said, there's so much science behind that. It's it's the more more times that you do something and the different ways in which you do the activity that helps to cement the learning, the thoughts, the process, whatever it is that you're wanting to change or add in. So that's why it's so, and that's why journaling is, you know, or, or, you know, doodling or, you know, anything like that where you're putting pen to paper of some sort really helps to create these new habits and also get you out of those mind loops. I love doing mind dumps and just writing. I don't care what it is. Sometimes the scribble is just unbelievable. And the stuff is like, what? It just gets it out of my mind. So it creates us and creates a new feedback loop for more positivity, for more gratitude, for just more happy, fun things. Yeah. It was funny that you mentioned that I looked over at my notebook because I noticed that I have like, there's certain places that I doodle or make a squiggle or whatever little decorations and, uh, you know, who knows, I just have a certain way of writing things that have a certain meaning yeah. to me, um, a certain way of thought um, or process. And so it, it is funny. I don't really doodle that much, although I tend to do arrows like that a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and, and that's what it is. And, and I only write on one side of the paper and I prefer wide, wide rule. So everybody oh, has yeah. their thing of what makes, what works yeah. for them. Yeah. I, and I and like I have, spiral bound. I have all these. It is hello beautiful. This lovely. It's an enameled mug, and it has all these different color, brightly colored pens. And for me, here's um, my pen basket. Oh yeah, well this is just the one on my desk. <laughs> you won't believe what's in the cabinet behind my background. Um, so we're definitely 
sisters from another mister yeah. and like-minded. And when I write, even when I, you know, do um, episodes for my own show, when I'm typing it, I do them in different color because for me, that's also a mind trigger that this is a new thought, you know. So writing things, typing things, doing different color, again, for me, whatever works for, you know, anyone listening, just finding what works to trigger new thoughts or happy thoughts or, you know, whatever works. And so color obviously works for me. It makes me feel good. It just looks vibrant on the page. And then, of course, when you, if you're a writer like us, when you do something like that and have the color, it also adds, believe it or not, it's color on the page. It adds color to the conversation because then you're like, you get excited about, oh, here's a new thought you know kind of thing so again it's just a little thing it's nothing huge although it will become huge when you do the little step and the little step and the little step yeah um when you mentioned color so Dorsey what you may not know about me is I wear red every day of my life uh, like a red shirt, red dress. It used to be only a red dress and then um I lost weight and got cold. <laughs> so you know you you lose you lose 50 pounds and you start to get really cold. (laughs) So I'm like, I lost my blanket. I'm freezing. So now I wear pants. And um, uh, so I never used to wear pants. pants. Yeah. Tappy pants. pants. And um, so I only wore dresses with no pants. And then now I'm wearing uh, shirts now. Um, And, and, and then I start, you know, and so I will wear black pants or white pants or gray pants or whatever tan maybe, Um, but it's a red top, red, whatever all the time and maybe a tiny bit of black trim but red 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 and um it's i think it's been 11 years well i own the red carpet connection so that's part of it part of the branding so um and i'm known as the lady in red so i am the official lady in red so if somebody else is there a lady in red they're a lady in red they're not the lady in red (laughs) and yes and red has a, a, a another meaning um it's an acronym it stands for relevance enthusiasm and delivery so where when you wear red and when you well you don't have to wear it but when you live red live with relevance enthusiasm and delivery you hit your target market each time oh I like that awesome yeah Yeah. so um, by by living in it and being in it now I I've set that standard for myself that that's the direction that I'm going and that's where I want to be and that's where I choose and um you know people say yeah people will say don't you miss wearing other colors no (laughs) once once in a while I'll see something that's really pretty I'm like wow that's really pretty Uh and then then that's enough so I have a choice and I'm like this and and since I but since I wear red oh my gosh it's so easy like people are like, what are you wearing? Yeah. What are you wearing to that party? A red dress. What are you wearing to the barn? A red shirt. Red. Yeah. Red. Just yeah. yeah. It's just easy. I don't have to think about it. It's one of those. One of those dresses in my cupboard. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Made well, my you know, like something. Steve. Steve Jobs also. I mean, everything was like black, you mm-hmm. know, and had the same pants, the pretty much the same tops, and for the most. You know, just just moving so much in his genius that it, you know, dressing and colors and stuff. It was like that was just a not even a non-fault. So, what is something that's going to make his life and his creative part mm-hmm. of his life easy? Well, that was just you know the one color outfit. So, yeah. hey, you know that works for you because it makes your your creative life easier to have this other little. Which it's little. However, let's look at honestly how much time outfit. You know, it, we spend a lot of time doing it. 
Yeah. And so if you can make something over here easy, then you have more time for play or pleasure or, you know, fun activities in some other or creative outlet in your life or your business. So we have 45 seconds left. Why don't you share your website for us? That's easy. Playwithmeretreats.com www.playwithmeretreats.com. You've been listening to Leverage, the Leverage Masters. Today it was Leverage Your Life with Play to Bring About Joy and Happiness with Dorsey Hill. And I am co-host Andrea Adams-Miller. Um, I'm the CEO, International Publicist, the Red Carpet Connection. And my co-host is Dr. Gina Gaudio-Grace. She owns the Vizio, known as the JV Queen. And again, we're um, we're always happy to have our charity, thekeepsmilingmovement.com of choice and opus.finance as our sponsor. And apparently I have to play my outro on my own. I thought it would automatically play. Da-da, 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 here, we'll play it. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters. Thank you.